0: Well, hello, COP. If we look a little cold, we are a little cold. Is everybody a little cold? Yes. Except Brother John. He thinks it's okay. I'm a little concerned about him. All right. But we want to welcome you to the Garden Tomb. Thank you for being patient with us. Well, we brought the group over here from Manila. So everybody shout hello. Hello. But Brother John and Sister Pat came in yesterday, something special that we didn't tell everybody about because we weren't sure this was gonna work. But Brother John from the Garden Tomb is gonna bring you our offering thought today. Praise the Lord, coming to you all the way from Jerusalem at the Garden Tomb. You know, we have all been here looking about, people moving everywhere, and little do we realize that the most powerful event that ever took place on planet Earth took place right here. It wasn't atomic bombs, it wasn't hydrogen bombs, it wasn't big announcements by governments, but the man Christ Jesus was raised from the dead. Raised from the dead. And as I stand here, I I hope you can just catch a feeling of what's happening here because in this place something happened that only has happened one time, but it's not the last time it's gonna happen because there will come a day when the trump will sound and Christ will call us home to be with him in the air and meet the Lord there. I have a verse of scripture that I would hope becomes real to you. You're you're a distance away, you're in a warm climate, but we're all connected together about that same thing that happened here 2,000 years ago because over in the book of Romans, the eighth chapter and the 11th verse says, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. You know, many times we are in the rush of things. We're caught up in traffic. We're moving about, going to work, coming home from work, shopping, and we lose sight of that fact that inside of us there is a life, a life that's like no other life on the planet. It's that life that we received from Christ Jesus. You know, I came up with a little thing this, this week as I was writing and I wrote, who am I? And I wrote then, I am not my body. And then I looked further and I said, I, I am not my brain. And then I thought further and I said, I'm not my thoughts, but I'm inside of me. I'm an individual that will be here for eternity. So will you. And one of the most wonderful things about being in Christ Jesus is all these wonderful things were taken in the atonement. His blood was shed for our sins. And by it, we now no longer have that old mantle of sin that we received from grandfather uh, Adam, but we now have that new nature that came and the very righteousness of Christ Jesus is now our righteousness. And you know, when I was first saved, I was in a group that was one-dimensional. We believed that we were saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. But now, after I got filled with the Spirit, I realized there was another dimension, because in that dimension, we find that that Spirit of God has come into us, and with that Spirit, the Bible tells us, that with the stripes that were laid on His back, we now are healed. And all of a sudden, the atonement was two-dimensional in my life. This resurrection took on another dimension. It was wonderful. But then one day in Abba, Nigeria, as God met with me in that hotel room there and showed me there was a third dimension to the atonement. And that is when he that was rich became poor, that I might be rich. You see, not only did the blood save me, not only do his stripes heal me, But in this horrible dog-eat-dog world, I have that same resurrection power that gave me life, that gives me health, can now bring finances into my life if I just have the faith to put my tithe in, get heaven open, and then make generous, liberal offerings. And then God says he'll give it back to me. Not one for one, but 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold, exceedingly, abundantly, above all I could ask or think. Now just think about it. When that power hit the tomb here, and Jesus walked out alive, and then he said, that same power is now in us. I mean, be be careful that you don't get caught up in your humanity to lose sight of your eternal being that you are now in Christ Jesus, because that being does have life, and that being has health, and that being also has resources. Enough to feed your children, to finance your home, to have finances to pay your tithe, to see that there's enough that the hungry can eat, the naked can be clothed, and the gospel can be preached all over the earth. So today, as that offering plate comes around, realize that it's not just taken up to try to pay light bills. It's not taken up to uh, pay maintenance on the buildings or whatever else, but it is taken up that you might put that third dimension of the atonement into place. Because watch this with me, please. Why was the crown of thorns put on him? Why did Jesus have a crown of thorns on him? Well, remember when poverty was introduced into the earth by the fall of Adam, thorns and thistles sprung up. And in the atonement, when they put that crown of thorns on his head, he became the king of poverty. And he died, became poor, that you might be rich. So as you put your finances into the offering plate this Sunday, or whenever it might be that you're hearing this, remember, it's part of the atonement. It's not something that someone thought up to try to raise funds. It's part of the atonement. Right here on this property, it exploded into being. New creatures started walking the earth. They had the righteousness of God. They had the healing of God. And they also had that power in their hands, remember, Deuteronomy 8.18, to get wealth. So keep that in mind as we now pray for the offering. Father God, I do thank you that there's more than enough. And I thank you, God, that prosperity is sweeping across COP. I thank you that in all directions we're seeing houses bought, automobiles bought, promotions coming, businesses started. And God, I thank you for anyone that's here, maybe for the first time, and maybe they've never heard a message like this before. God, let them understand that you, the rich God, would not want them poor, but you would want them to have exceedingly, abundantly, above all they can ask or think. So, Father, now we speak the blessing on this offering. We speak it's multiplied back to the giver. In the strong name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Hey, May, May, I'll be coming to see you in May. Bless you. All right, those of you in the balcony, the baskets are out, ground floor, South Campus, East Campus, North Campus, Come, bring your tithe and seed before the Lord and see you next year in Jerusalem. Amen.